friends, welcome to Live Boldly with Sarah Schulten Kranz, a survivor, thriver, adventurer, and believer in all things possible. My mission is to guide others to live their life boldly, regardless of circumstances. I believe we all have the power to overcome and lead joy-filled, happy lives. Recorded from the trail or in my office, I share inspiring stories from everyday people because we all deserve to be heard. You will also hear from handpicked professionals ready to guide you beside me. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Live Boldly podcast. This is episode two of two, my story from the John Muir Trail. I was there for 22 days from August 20th to September 10th, 2020. Um, during COVID-19, the pandemic, and also there were fires that had broke out to the north of us and two to the south of us. This um, episode, in this episode, I get very raw and vulnerable about the second half of our trip when we thought we were going to have to turn around and we ended up waking up the next morning to beautiful skies and um, the ability to move forward. And so this, in every single day from, and if you've not listened to the part one, please go do that. Every single day I pulled out my phone and I did real-time uh, thoughts, realizations. Um, I was very raw and vulnerable about what was happening on the trail, where we were. I invited other guests in, uh, my trail family, Tramily as we call them, to also share um, their thoughts and observations from the trail as well. So I highly suggest that you grab a journal. Please um, come on up and take notes because it's a pretty amazing, um, it was a pretty amazing journey, I have to say. So metaphorical of life, how sometimes in our most peaceful moments, there can be a lot of stuff happening around us at one time. Also, if you are interested, please, self-care is so important, you guys. We have two retreats coming up, one over Christmas of this year and another in January 2021 in the Grand Canyon. Um, we are limiting the number of people that can join us. So if this is something that may be of interest to you, if you're ready for some deep healing, some really connecting with self, we are always in the process of healing, by the way, you guys, every single day. So this is not something that just stops. You don't just do it and then it's put it on a shelf. It's an everyday process. And if you are ready for some really deep, amazing connecting to self, going deep within yourself, having so much flipping fun in the process, by the way, because laughter is everything to me, as you all know. Um, we will be doing nature healing, meditating, um, perhaps some breath work along the way, lots of adventuring and hiking down in the Grand Canyon. We have five nights, six days, three nights at the bottom, which is something that we don't typically get. Again, over Christmas this year and also January 2021, please reach out to me. Let's schedule a discovery call and see if it's the right fit for you transform your life. It is amazing. That is why I do this work. And that's why I bring it all to you as well, because we all deserve to live in peace, harmony, freedom, and to live the best life imaginable. We create it. So let's do it. Okay. Together. Allow me to be your guide. I love doing this work so much. I believe so deeply in it because I've witnessed it. I've, I've been a part of it for many, many years. And, um, with that, I also would like you to um, follow me on social media and give me your thoughts on these episodes. Let me know what you thought. Uh, share where you listened to it. Um, share what you learned. I would love to be able to tag you and share your thoughts um, on my stories as well. Grab your journal. Grab your favorite drink, as I always say. If you can listen to this outside, please do so. Take some deep breaths. Connect with nature. 
doesn't take much to really um, allow yourself to live in freedom, peace, harmony. And this is one beautiful way to do it. I thank you for being here. Enjoy this episode. Day 12. We are currently at Evolution Lake. Um, the elevation is 10,800, I believe, or something like that. Um, we are at mile 123. It was a very long, hard hike through valleys and meadows and crossing streams and going past waterfalls um, to get up here. Lots of switchbacks, and it's completely worth it. Um, there's so many of us from the trail family that are here. Not everybody, but most of us made it up here. And um, wow, watching the sunset was probably one of the most epic things I've done in terms of like really watching a sunset on um, a mountain in a very, very long time. To the left of us was um, the lake that was feeding into a waterfall. So I was actually on t at the top of the waterfall you know, going below us and into the valley below, and you could see the stream that um, it had that it was feeding into, and it was just really cool to be at the top and to just watch all of it flow down into the valley below and see the stream that it was, you know, that it was all flowing into and creating, and that was where we came from today, and um, it was just beautiful, and then uh, the fish were jumping all over in the lake. And we all sat outside and watched the moon rise from the mountains um, behind us. And it's, it's a full moon tonight, and it's absolutely epic. I have no other words. It's just freaking epic. Um, what I learned today from the trail, <laughs> there's so many things. Be present. Just continuous, continuously in your life, stay and be present. Um, you know, when things got hard... I just stopped and took a breath and also looked around and watched and witnessed so many beautiful, magical things around us. If it was the peaks that were, you know, starting to peek through as we were going up the switchbacks or the three deer that we saw out in the meadow or even just um, as we were filtering water at the stream and I was watching, along with Summer, we were watching um, the trout try to swim upstream and we were like, okay, that's pretty, that's pretty cool to see. And just, you know, just being really present with the moment and just allowing ourselves to embrace all of the things that were happening around us. Um, it really, it really gives way to the meaning of life, I believe. And so that's my, um, that was my learning for today, my reflection from today. And wow, this moon is reflecting on the water so beautifully at this moment. So um, at that time, this time, I'm going to go to bed because we do have a very large pass tomorrow. We are going over Mir Pass, which is uh, just under 12,000 feet. So um, I'm excited to do that because it's kind of like the, I don't know, it's like a mile. It's like a big, a big, um, just a really big marker in this entire trip that we are doing. So it's really cool. And I encourage all of you to get outside and to live your most adventurous life and to create what it is that you want to be the life that you want to be living because when we do that when we take ourselves out of the hustle and bustle of society and allow ourselves to really step into what it is that we want to be doing um and how we want to be being how we want to be in this world it just changes everything it just changes everything and you know um again isn't that why we're here 
to uh, create the life that we love. So with those around us that we also care about. I love all of you and we will talk to you soon. Good night. Day 13 and we are sitting in the John Muir hut. It's pretty wild. Um, So some of our crew have moved on and unfortunately, poor Gypsy, I feel so sad for her, right? She rolled her ankle and so she is um, going to depart. And one of the things that I just wanted to talk about, especially because it's in John Muir's hut, you guys would just absolutely be like forlorn over this. It's all made out of brick, not brick, stone. God, man, hiker brain. Um, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's just on the top of the pass. And uh, it's, um, it's just, I can't even put words to it. What words would you guys use to the, describe this place? So spiritual. Sheltered. Sheltered, yes. Yeah, it's a great shelter for everyone. Um, so we're recording this in the hut because it just seemed um, appropriate. And I wanted to start with a quote uh, John Muir said, I care to live only to entice people to look at nature's loveliness. Um, and so that just makes sense that we would use that quote when we're in here. And we have two guys sitting here, Andrew and Andrew. Perhaps we call you Andrew Squared. I'm not sure. You guys don't know each other either. <laughs> we picked them up off the trail as they were up here. And, um, and I was just like, come on in. Let's do a podcast episode with you guys. They're on the trail. One's going, are you going northbound? Northbound and you're going southbound, right? He's actually doing the high seer route. Oh, you're doing the high seer. You're doing the, oh, rad. That's cool. Super cool. Yeah, I'd have to talk to you about that afterwards. Um, But one of the things that, you know, I believe so deeply in is that we cross each other's paths for a reason. And it's to teach us things, um, to help us grow and to live more fully and to learn from one another. And so why the birds just singing outside, um, or something. Why we are here together in this hut, it just makes sense, right? There's a reason that we're all together in here. And um, Summer and I met on the trail because my friend Coco crossed paths with her two, three years ago mm-hmm. up Mount Whitney, right? 2017, up Mount Whitney, which is where we're going to be ending. And then um, we have, to the left of me, Mr. Papatia, right? Papatio. I can't even think. Again, hiker brain. Um, and there's a reason that we met, which if you would care to share, that's great. If you don't, it's totally cool too. And then we have you guys that are here. So I'm going to pass the phone around and just have you guys um, mention why you are doing this trip and also what your learnings have been. There's another person coming in. What's your name? <laughs> Sophie, Sophie's going to be in on this too. Cool. So we're going to pass the phone. I'm doing a podcast episode right now. I heard. Yeah. So we're going to pass the phone around and just um, talk about why you are on the trail and what your learning has been um, from that, or if it's even shifted. So Andrew, one, would you like to go? Sure. Okay, cool. You just got to talk right in. Hey, I'm Andrew one. (laughs) Nice to meet you all. Um, so why I'm on the JMT, um, the High Sierras has always been a special place for me and my family. And um, one of the things that's always disappointed me is I've always hung out in one particular place outside of Bishop, but never seen you know the entire like 200 mile route of the JMT. So here to explore the places that I haven't seen and um, you know 
meet a bunch of cool people along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as what of what I've learned so far on the trip, um, it may seem like a big journey, you know, around 200 miles. You know, it's a lot of walking to do, but really, it's just one step at a time. Um, yeah, just plant your trekking poles in over and over again. That helps as well. Um, but any large journey can be just subdivided up into smaller parts, and you just look at it hour by hour, day by day, time until you can eat your next round of beef jerky. And, uh, yeah. That's metaphorical of life. I like that. Okay, enter two. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Andrew, too. And... Uh, Next to me is my girlfriend, Sophie, and we are both Sierra High Route hikers. Uh, not to be confused with the High Sierra Trail, but the Sierra High Route, which is a uh, route first hiked by uh, Roper and basically runs parallel to the John Muir Trail, if you don't know, and is um, just over half off trail uh, through mountain passes um, that don't have trails. So it's a little bit more... Um, physically demanding in that sense um, because there's a little bit more high risk risk factor. So um, that's certainly one thing we've learned is on the off-trail sections, uh, you have to slow down a little bit and take in the scenery because it's really easy to just try to burl your way up a hill and not really, you know, you don't have switchbacks to slow you down. So um, take the time and look around and really enjoy the beautiful um, nature around you. Um, do you want to talk about something else? Yeah, um, I'll talk about why I'm here. I'm Sophie. <laughs> um, yeah, Andrew and I are college students. We go to Colorado College, and this fall is just really weird with school. So we thought we would take the opportunity to be able to disconnect to reconnect in a way. Mm. Um, I feel like especially because of like the current situation in the world with the pandemic and all, we're all in a really weird place. And there's no better way to, like, help improve that than just, like, have some large quantities outside where you can struggle and learn a lot instead of just being stuck in one place and getting down into a hole. But, yeah. That's Um, awesome. Who's next? That's awesome. Thank you. Okay. Do you want to go? Sure. Go for it. Okay. I'm Summer. And... What were the questions again? Uh, why you're here. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm here. I. It's something I've wanted to do for a really long time, but um, this year specifically it just um, made a lot of sense to, to do this. Just I'm out here to kind of get back to who I am after a rough year of work and um, life and just to come out and open my eyes up and open my heart up again and um, just really spend some time out here getting back to to who I am and what I believe. And and so far it's done that. And so far I have learned like that slowing down is something that we have to do in our daily life at home so we don't miss, miss the good things and the hustle and bustle. We miss some of the beauty that each day holds for us. Um, and when things are hard, I think we tend to overlook that. So to live and joy each day and not miss those things. Mm-hmm. I'm Tapatio Joe. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm here to finish something my wife and I started. <clears throat> and to heal. And um, it's been amazing so far. It's been absolutely healing. I mean, the weight that's been lifted off is just been incredible. And then these two ladies, I mean, the biggest part of all this that helped me, or else I would have pulled off this trail days ago. They made it through. We're here in the hut now. And this is crazy. Today's been an emotional roller coaster. So, I mean, it's crazy. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so why I came on this trip, um, it was to deepen an understanding of myself with relationships and um, to, <laughs> coincidentally, <laughs> for me, um, uh, understand the worthiness of true love. And uh, it was really wild because on day one, we watched two people get engaged at the top of Nevada Falls and at the top of Cloud's Rest. And then we met Papatio, who um, I have no words for you, my friend. But this man can love like I didn't know another man could love. And so it's taught me that, that we are all worthy of that and that there's so much hope in this world for all of us to have that. And um, it's interesting because you think that one person's teaching you one thing and you realize that actually the other person's, you know what I mean? Like you, you're, you were like, you've taught me so much. And I'm like, really? Because you've actually taught me so much. So um, I couldn't be more honored to be sitting in the hut with these people. And uh, at this time, and I mentioned um, earlier, I was doing my voice recording just of like my thoughts of the day. And one of the thoughts that I had was, I'm so, I'm just going to use the word fucking thankful. I don't ever cuss on my own podcast, but I'm going to right now. Um, for every moment that has led me to this moment right now, sitting in the hut with all these people. That I don't even really know some of them, but that's okay. Because <laughs> we don't need to, because we just do, because we're all connected. So, yeah. So onward and onward into the journey and the adventurous uh, trail that we all have ahead of us in not only these next few days, but in life. So I won't ever forget this moment. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's do this. Day 14. I'm actually recording this partway through day 15. Um, I'm sitting on a ledge. I rock scrambled up to this amazing ledge where there is a creek flowing out of the side of the mountain uh, with a waterfall that's then flowing into Lower Palisade Lake, which is where we stayed last night at an elevation of 10,006-something. Um, wow, and I can see other lakes that you can't see from down below that are sitting in the mountainside um, at my same level. It's on the opposite side. It's so cool. And uh, we camped here last night. We took a zero day today. We were at mile 147, so we have some time um, to just rest and reflect and uh, journal and um, just spend some time in the mountains doing what we do, which is healing and clarity and, you know, reconnecting with ourselves. 
Um, yesterday was hard. We climbed up the golden staircase and which is, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, it's more than two, it's gotta be more than two miles. I don't know, but it is, um, a lot of elevation in a very short amount of time. And every quarter mile we were like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And so we got up here and this view is just insane there. I'm literally surrounded by mountains right now, you guys, like 360 mountains and I'm sitting in a mountain, which is just so rad. Um, and I, we were tired last night. And so I was like, yep, I jumped into the lake and, uh, cooled off and um, put my clothes back on, went to bed and just thought I'm going to do this tomorrow when the time feels right. And it feels right right now. So I want to talk about something that has been happening this entire trip, which is trail magic and trail magic is just surrendering to, um, things that are happening. Like for example, I wore through two pairs of socks and I, magically found a pair while somebody else did for me at uh, one of the resupply places. And then yesterday we were climbing up and somebody had left a pair of gloves sitting there. And I was like, oh, I'll take those because there's nobody around. And so it's that or else it's trash. And so I'm using those. And it's really being about, um, it's rendering to what is being given to you and allowing yourself to receive in return. So you know, there are so many people that are on the trail and they run short of food or they bring food that they then don't like, um, which pretty much has been me. I, all I've wanted to eat this entire trip is mashed potatoes. I have mashed potatoes for breakfast. I have mashed potatoes for dinner and I would have mashed potatoes for lunch if I could. Um, but I just don't have enough. But, and on the flip side of that, every single time that I've turned around and I've been like, God, I could really use some mashed potatoes. People have offered them to me. And so it's really allowing yourself to stay open to receiving the magic around us. And I talk about this a lot and it's just so cool though, because the kindness that we find on the trail here, and I know that I've already done uh, one day, one episode about kindness, the kindness that we find here is, um, is something that I, I, it's just, it's, it's, it's a different kind of experience that, um, I really hope and, uh, pray that we can, um, as I'm sitting here and the wind is blowing, um, that we can take back into, uh, the world with us and to continue to give and receive kindness with others. Because really like if you're short of something, just simply ask and receive because others, um, so many times would be more than willing and um, wanting to give back in return. And quite frankly, it's a gift that you're giving them to actually give to you also. So I think sometimes we forget that, you know, when we need help in this world, if it's, you know, with um, needing somebody to listen to us, or if it's needing some advice, or if it's even just needing a freaking job, like, ask for it. Ask your, it. don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, you know, to just simply ask other people around you um, for help or guidance or whatever it is that you need. Because most of the time, people are so freaking good, you know, and, and you're offering them the opportunity to step into their good and their kindness to actually give in return. Um, and then also for you to receive. So it's going to be interesting to see how many clothes I wear out of here that are not mine. <laughs> Because literally, <laughs> or how much food I'm eating that's not really mine. <laughs> because literally, it's been a lot this whole trip. Like, if you guys only knew, it's just so funny. Um, 
the people that I have met on the trail where they're just more than willing to, to give um, and, or to offer a hand or to help. Um, we have one guy on this trip where, you know, my, my, I'm t- my, my typical thing is, and I'm carrying a 45 pound bag and my typical thing is to put my bag on my right knee or my right thigh to then push, you know, to throw over my back. And, um, I don't know what's up, but I'm getting like some sort of a rash or something from, and I know it's from putting my bag onto my leg and throwing it over. And he's like, let me just get that for you. You know? And the first time that he offered, I was like, Ooh, I don't know about this. It's kind of weird, you know? But, um, but then it was like, wait a second, why wouldn't I just accept the help and receive, uh, the kindness that he's offering? And so that's my, um, that would be my, my thought for the day with all of this. And, uh, yeah, I looked back last night at a picture from day one and I do not like look the same as I do today. And that's okay. Cause you're not supposed to. And, um, you know, it's about letting go, letting go in order to receive. And there's a, a lot of letting go that I've had to do along this trail in order to receive. And, um, and it's just so beautiful because that's where that's where the healing happens and healing is every day forgiveness is every day um finding clarity is every day finding peace and freedom is every day and uh, it's all a choice so when you wake up um tomorrow morning and when you even just you know even when you lie your head onto the bed tonight just remember that it's all a choice and um it's a beautiful way to live so from this ledge on the mountainside before a pass, right at Lower Palisades Lake below me, Upper Palisades Lake above me, um, various lakes that I'm seeing in the mountains around me, and this beauty that surrounds me. My gosh. Um, yeah, it's just gorgeous. So get outside, take a breath, ground yourself into this earth, and just receive. Day 15, we, we have titled this the, what is it? Come closer. I don't smell anymore. <laughs> Come closer. I don't smell anymore. I love it. Um, so I did day, what is, wait, today's day 15. Is that what I said? That's what I said, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So I did day 14, um, partway through the day today and I'm doing day 15 tonight. We, um, the three of us, Mr. Papadio, Papadio, I can always get it wrong. Papa yeah. Dio. <laughs> I'll get it right by day 22. And Summer and myself, um, Smiles for Miles is Summer, and I am Layers for the many layers that I wear outside and inside. have inside. So so um, we decided to do a podcast episode on self-care and how important it is to take a day off for yourself every now and then because we finally, finally freaking did today on day 15 and it was amazing so um my third zero (laughs) it is joe's third zero papatio it's papatio he's the master of self-care he's the the master of self-care Two of those three have beds. <laughs> <laughs> Two of those and three. real food. And a flip car. <laughs> Have a shower. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but Summer and I were like, okay, we're stopping. We are taking a day off because we've been pushing through every every freaking day. And I think we had a couple of Nero's, like yeah. Nero days, which means almost a zero day. But today was awesome because, um, um, let's see, I got... 
Yeah, and yeah, and VBR we did like seven going into VBR, and so we had a little bit of a neuro day. But um, for me, as you know, I took some time and um, hiked up to a waterfall and sat in a ledge and did some journaling and some um, meditating and thinking and just connecting with the mountains that were surrounding me. Three sixty, it was pretty rad. Um, and then Joe and I got into a really cool fishing tournament. <laughs> Sorry, Papadio. And Joe, do you want to talk about, or Papatio, do you want to talk about that? No, that's the next program. <laughs> so we still far. Got, we still got three legs. <laughs> so, so we still have three. That'll be the next podcast <laughs> on forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> I forgive her for being such a pain in the ass. <laughs> so far, Sarah's in the lead. Just have to say. <laughs> or maybe it should be on being a good sport. I mean, <laughs> maybe it should. Yeah, I mean, really. You guys want to be on how not to rub it in. Humility. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's not uh, competitive in at uh, all, at all. <laughs> but but no I was you 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 were using a fly and I was using a cast right yeah. I was casting and so we were um, also kind of comparing because your rod is new and mine is not mine's actually broken I broke the tip off on the way up here when I hit a tree so <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was pretty bummer. Well, I don't remember that, but I know exactly uh, where you were. <laughs> it was a bummer. I'm walking all of a sudden my pack goes. Okay, so let's just do can we do like a short what self care means to you? <sighs> or what like or wh- how it was for you today? Yeah. Okay. Who wants to go first? Okay. <laughs> Smiles for miles. Okay, so well, I'll just do what it meant for me today because after being on the trail for 15 days and hiking every single one of those days, so putting the pack on, packing sleeping bags, tents, everything, it was nice to get out and sit and enjoy and reflect on where we were actually camping and having breakfast and watching the moon still up when we got out this morning was amazing. Um so we saw the moon set <laughs> and the sunrise and um it was just a needed day to not only rest physically but also to just kind of contemplate emotionally um everything that's going on and all the great people we've met and um just all the thinking that we do on the trail and my thoughts are so random so it's nice to kind of bring bring them in and and to catch up on my journaling, which was good, and, and fun to reflect back on the days that we've had. And I think that's um, really important so we don't forget what we are learning and experiencing every day. Um, and, yeah, it was just a great day overall. Caught a little more sun than I needed to, but, <laughs> you know, at almost 11,000 feet, what that can happen even with sunscreen. Mm-hmm. So, um just just a really good rejuvenating day. That's great. That's so great. Okay, Papadio. <laughs> He's like, oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> it's okay. You ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, getting clean and jumping into the water was, I think, what helps me the most. It's just like, after a long hike, jumping in, cleaning off, getting your legs clean, it wakes you up, you feel ready to go, get your camp set up, and then today, just laying around on the rock with the sun hitting you in the face, it's just nice. Yeah. 
Then there's this stupid tournament thing going on. <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't so relaxing. It wasn't very nice. I wouldn't really, you know, suggest doing those. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, these are just, just to sit back and take it all in and think about all the days you've had and reflect. I mean, yeah, the people, it just still amazes me. Kindness. Yeah. And then... uh I'm ready to go again tomorrow. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. I think um, we've determined that the theme of this entire trip has been kindness because kindness is what brought us together. So when I was up on the rock and, um, and looking down on our campsite and you guys, and I was just like, oh, gosh, I love my team. Like, because it is a team. It's an absolute team getting us through all of this as well. So just honing in on that was really important for me today and um, taking some time just to just to sit and reflect as well and realize that there's so much freaking beauty around us every single day, even when we are in our pain or sorrow or loss or whatever is going on in our life. Like there's just still so much beauty out there and there's so many freaking kind people around us as well. So, so many, so many. Yep. They're just in the mountains, that's all. <laughs> they're in the mountains. They're only in the mountains. You get back into town, they're not so <laughs> He's kidding, you guys. <laughs> I think it's just really different being out here and like you're completely exposed in every way. And so it's in every way. Like you were ex- you were exposed in every way. And so it's hard to get angry, I think, out here. Like, I really do. I think it's hard to to okay. get... It, it's, it's easy to get frustrated in the moment, but then you just, like, lift your eyes up from your feet and realize that, like, where you are. And it's hard to sit in frustration and anger. So, you know... It's never with anybody else. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's just with your legs. It's just, <laughs> yeah, so... With that, we're going to go to bed because we have... Um, uh, 12 miles tomorrow? 12. Yep. 12 We're going over which pass? Um, Mather. Mather Pass, which Mather. is Mather Pass. And so, which is at 12,000-ish feet, 12, I think. 12.6. 12, and so, um, and then we're going to camp at Lake Marjorie. So, that'll be cool. One more camping at 11,100-ish feet. So, that's the tallest that we Another lake for another tournament. Another tournament. More, more, more. Fi- the fishing tournament continues. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. Good night, you guys. Day 16. So I'm recording this in the morning of day 17 because I was so tired yesterday getting into camp. Um, We left Lower Palisades Lake at uh, an elevation of 10,800 feet and we hiked over Mather Pass, which is at an elevation of 12,094. It was really hard and it's considered one of the most difficult passes on the John Muir Trail. Um, It was just I felt like straight up at some points and I can't imagine doing that in snow. My gosh. Um, and then coming into camp, we ended up, uh, deciding to camp at Lake Marjorie last night. It's beautiful. This open, gorgeous lake, um, surrounded again by more mountains. It's almost like we're in a bowl, I guess you could say. Um, and it was a beautiful, beautiful hike up here. But it was really hot, and because <clears throat> we did have to, we did have quite a bit of elevation gain as well yesterday um, during the day. So we went up, and then we went down, and then we went back up again. <laughs> and today we hike over Pincho Pass. 
So, which is at an elevation of 12,100 something odd. Um, I am going to say that I was really tired yesterday for many reasons. I miss my kids immensely, to be expected. Um, I've been dreaming about them at night. And uh, yeah, it's just really hitting me hard how much that... um, how much that I miss them. And, uh, and it's also something I know, you know, I've been keeping in touch with them in my, through my inReach so that, you know, we've been messaging back and forth and I know that they're great and they're cheering me on as I'm cheering them on, but it's just also, and it's just also really hard to be away from them for this length of time. Um, I will tell you that I am missing food immensely also, (laughs) like real food. Um, I'm losing about a half a pound of weight a day and uh, my skin is so dry just because of the mountain air. And, you know, those are things to be expected. We all have um, things that come along with the territory when you are doing something hard like this. And it's also a reminder that um, we can appreciate and live in gratitude for all of the things that we have around us on a daily life. You know, we have a roof over our head and um, food to eat at home and kids to snuggle up with perhaps or teddy bears or you know loved ones or whoever they are and um yeah yesterday was just a day for me to kind of process all of that and um and it was really it was it was really hard I got into camp and I just literally laid on the ground and just couldn't move I was so tired I felt like I couldn't even lift my head and I know a lot of it is this just thought process on how much that I am just grateful for my life. I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful for the experiences that I've had that have gotten me here today. I say that all the time. And I'm grateful for this moment just to be alive. So we're packing up. We're going to hit the trail again and uh, go over Pincho Pass. And we're not going to have a very long day, which is really nice. We're going to do about nine miles today and we are going to um, camp uh, before the next pass that we are going to be coming up on. So um, if any of you don't know about the John Muir Trail, go and watch a documentary or just read up on it because it's really, these mountains are sacred and spiritual and just so healing and beautiful. And I have so much to share with all of you when I return. So all my love. Day 17, we hiked over Pincho Pass today. It was an elevation of 12,107 feet, and the entire time I was slow. Um, I'm slowing down a lot more, and um, I know it's because I'm hungry. We don't have as much food to choose from, and it's not the type of food that I really want to be eating right now. My energy level is low. Um, I'm just tired. And uh, as we got into camp today, I just once again laid down and was just exhausted. Um, As I was hiking up the pass, my legs would barely move. It was just one step in front of the other, looking up and seeing where I had to finally get to. And like I said, I was just hungry. I was tired. I was frustrated. And I noticed as I continued hiking that And this is me in life as well. Curious how many of you are like this, and it's something to think about. Um, You know, when we are at that state, we tend to ruminate in our head. We tend to lead with our mind instead of our heart. And um, 
you know, it's so important to remember that, you know, we can either live in regret or we can grow in gratitude. And gratitude um, is something that comes from our heart. And, you know, there were moments where I was just angry and I was frustrated and I was thinking back at my life going, you know, how did this happen? How did, how did my, how, how is it that so many things in my life have not turned out as I thought? And as thoughts like that started ruminating, it made the hike that much more difficult. And so I had to remember um, to just simply be grateful. And it always goes back to that. Be grateful, be grateful, be grateful. You know, I rem- I, and then I was thinking to myself, okay, look at where you are and look at the mountains around you and look at the beauty and look at the nature and um, remember that, you know, go back to that space again of remembering that, um, your experiences are happening for you, not to you, including the one that I am in right now. This experience of being out here in nature, even though we are surrounded by fires, you guys, there, there are fires everywhere right now. And we have mornings where we wake up and it's smoky and, um, and then it clears up. And the experience, can you hear the birds? The experiences are happening for us, even this one that I'm in right now at this moment. The duality of life is real. We have moments of hope and we have moments of despair. We have moments of fear and we have moments of so much freaking courage. And we have moments of, of hate and love. And that's the duality of life. And that's, that's why we go through things like this of 22 days in you know the freaking John Muir Trail to realize that we don't know what's necessarily going to be happening tomorrow, but we do know what's happening right now at this moment. And um, we have a choice. We have a choice to make of living how and choosing to experience this moment as we want it to be, as, as we really want it, to, like really want it to be, right? And so hiking up that mountain was really hard. Hiking up Pincho Pass was really, really hard. And... Um, and when we get out of our head and drop into our heart, it just makes life that much more beautiful, just simply beautiful. So that's something to think about on this day. Love to all of you. Day 18. Let's talk about the kindness of strangers again, please, because this entire trip has been about kindness. So we um, decided to do a shorter day today. We hiked seven miles up to Ray Lakes. It's so beautiful up here. And um, yesterday, as I mentioned, I was so much in my head about just like hiking up Pincho Pass and I was exhausted and tired and our food supply is getting low. And then we ran into all of these other hikers, um, two different sets of them who brought us snacks and food and oatmeal and a coffee and just was like, hey, you know what? We get it. Like here, have ours. And um, that is the kindness of strangers those people who see that you need a little helping hand and they reach theirs out to you for you to choose to, um, to take hold. And uh, so that helped so much. Oh my gosh, beef jerky. I don't even eat beef jerky really. And the amount of beef jerky that they gave us is just, I can't even explain it. Like I needed the salt. I needed, I needed that protein. And so it's like I'm rejuvenated um, once again. And then also, um, once we got up to Ray Lakes and we dropped our packs about 12.30, I guess, in the afternoon. So we had the day to, our, to just play and to do what we chose. And 
I played because I believe so deeply in that childlike sense within us, as you all know. And so I grabbed my uh, floaty my um, that I sleep on and I jumped into the lake and swam out with it to the island that is in the middle of Ray, the larger Ray Lake and um, took some time for me just to explore this little itty bitty island and look at the rocks and I found a heart-shaped rock in the water and I was just sitting there thinking about how much I freaking love my life. Um, even though yesterday was hard, today was so much better and it's beautiful and it's exactly what I needed, just some time for me to go and play and to get back to that child within me that um, we all have within us and to remember that um, you know, laughter is where it's at and joy and as I always say, gratitude and uh simplicity and to be able to just look around surrounded by these beautiful beautiful mountains 360 around us and um, just knowing that there's so much good in this world there's so much beauty and we all have seasons of our life and um, and to really embrace every season as it comes and to just know that we have we have choice and we have the ability to make it as we choose and so it's just a beautiful reminder once again um, to reflect, which by the way, the reflections of the reflection of the mountains on the water, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. What a mirror image. And so for us to be able to even use that as um, an analogy of life is, um, you know, the mirror image of just everything. It's so great. It's so beautiful. And uh, yeah, just remember to get out there and play, 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 play. Don't make life so hard. It's not all about work. There's, oh, can you hear the birds? Oh gosh, the birds, the birds agree. Um, yeah, just remember to take moments to play every day, every freaking day, go back to that space within yourself and find what really brings joy to your life and play with it. So life doesn't have to be that hard, everyone. It really doesn't. All right, so much love. Day 19. Well, um, this was unexpected. I woke up at 12.30 this morning to the smell of smoke, and I was up for a couple of hours. Uh, we climbed out of the tent this morning, and the mountains that we could see yesterday were covered in smoke, and there was light ash falling from the sky. So we messaged friends and family back home and found out that the fire to the north of us had grown significantly in size, so sad because that's where we were just days ago and our thoughts and prayers are to everyone up there um vvr mtr reds meadow it's just it's just it's just so sad so we um put our stuff together and decided to move on uh the sunrise was beautiful i have to say the sun was just this beautiful pink coming through the white and it reflected so gorgeously on the lake below um, we decided to move on because the fires to the south of us around Whitney uh, should not be impacting us at all um, as of right now. And uh, so it seems safe to continue on moving south. Um, so we climbed over Glen Pass today at 11,947 feet. As we did, the sky started to open up a little bit. It got a little bit more clear. We met some really cool people on the trail. We could see the lakes below us. Um, you know, and we just kept moving forward and uh, enjoying our enjoying our time on the trail together. 
Once we got over the pass, we found out that Inyo National Forest um, has closed to people coming in and they're encouraging hikers to safely exit. Um, so we powwowed because there's quite a number in our group. Some of the girls were getting resupplied for the next few days. Uh, and we decided um, as a group to move forward with our original plan and knowing that we might need to shift if needed. Um, as we got into the valley, the skies turned orange. That was really eerie. The um, birds start, stopped chirping. Uh, we did not see any animals. We did see a few deer, actually. Um, but everything was just so quiet. Just so quiet. We did pass a lot of people on the trail and uh, kept updating one another. Many people didn't even know what was happening. So um, I'm just going to say that it's, I'm going to encourage people that are on long trips to get yourself a Garmin because let me tell you, it, it can really help when you, you're needing information about what's happening um, outside of the forest that you are in or the mountains that you are in. And so we continued moving forward knowing that we might need to shift our plans. We camped um, where we are right now three miles below Forester Pass. And um, it's freaking cold. <laughs> the winds have started to pick up a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's smoke coming through and you really can't see much at all. Um, not, not much of the mountains. And so what we decided as of right now is um, an exit plan. This is really hard. My friend Coco messaged me and she said, nothing stops you, but there's nothing wrong with stopping. And that, and then between that and my kids who've been messaging me and just saying, please exit safely. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's freaking hard to stop, man. It's just really hard to stop. And uh, it's also, it's also what's needed um, because these mountains aren't going anywhere and um, we can always come back and finish what we started. So as of right now, our plan is, unless things change, we are going to go back uh, and exit at the nearest pass, and which will probably make it about 14 miles tomorrow. Um, again, unless something changes overnight, because, you know, it doesn't take much for things to shift um, one way or the other. And uh, we do know that. And I also messaged my cousin who works in, she fights fires for um, Siki. I trust her immensely. And um, I asked her, what are the winds doing? Um, and uh, can you just, you know, let me know, um, are we safe moving forward? What are your suggestions? Uh, it's good to have people that you can turn to um, in your time of need. That's just all around in life, right? So we will see what happens tomorrow. And as of right now, um, we're going to snuggle up in bed and uh, just wait it out and see what happens. But as of right now, we are completely 100% safe and that's what matters. You know, this trip has been, it's had highs, it's had lows, it's had tears, it's had laughter, it's had connection, it's had community, kindness, and um and it's taught me so, so, so much. And uh, as of right now, I'm just going to sit safely here and um, see what happens. And I will tell you that 
Um, you just do not mess with Mother Nature. And uh, definitely, definitely always have room to shift your plans in life and know that, you know, sometimes the hardest thing to do is to stop, to reevaluate and to make choices that, you know, you know that in the end, the most important part of all of this in our life is to be safe and to do what is right. And so we shall see. All right. Good night, everybody. Day 20. Well, you guys, um, I ended the podcast of day 19 in tears thinking we were going home. (laughs) And now we are recording day 20 on day 21 uh, at Guitar Lake. And how the hell did this happen? Well, we woke up yesterday morning um, to clear skies, the moon and stars, and you could see the mountains around us. And it was freaking beautiful. And I rolled over, turned my garment on, and my cousin texted me, uh, messaged me, and she said, "Um, the fires are nowhere near you. It's fine. Move forward. Enjoy your hike out. And we were like, hell yeah! (laughs) Best news ever. Best news ever. So at 5.30 a.m. when we woke up, um, I yelled over. You woke up everybody. I did. I woke everybody up in the camp, and I was like, oh my God, we could do this. And, um, and, uh, so message home, let my kids know what was happening because as you know, I was nervous about that. And, um, yeah. And so we just kept moving forward. Forrester Pass was freaking phenomenal. What'd you guys think about Forrester Pass? Um, it was really long, but we made it up. It wasn't too bad because it was still cool out. Beautiful views of there the lake. There was snow. There was snow. That was so exciting. Um, yeah. And it felt really good to get to the top because we were so high up and we were finally able to see Whitney. And that was the first time we'd be able, we had been able to like see it. And it was just really cool to see like where we're going, like the finish line yeah and it's uh um forester passes at 13,124 I think right guys yeah so um so that meant we had two people ahead of us um produce and smitten that's their trail names and um summer myself um the girls and uh what are your trail names I'm Dairy Queen Fawn Dairy Queen and Fawn, and we also have Papatio. Papatio, right? Papatio. I always mess it up. So we kept moving ahead, and we um, eventually caught up to them, which was really cool. And so we ended up eventually, we, you know, we actually walked right past them and then realized that they, we, we were now ahead. And so um, along the way, the coolest thing ever was that we ran into a ranger, and Dairy Queen happened to know the ranger. And uh, we talked to him and he said, don't rush out. Take your time and um, enjoy yourself and stick to your original plan. So not only did we think we were going out of the other way, going back on day 19, but then on day 20, we were thinking we were going to have to hike out on day 21. And we ended up realizing once we met the ranger that we could take our time. And now we are doing the full thing in the full 22 days. But I think the coolest thing of all of this is that we actually think that we are the last people off the trail going south on the JMT, which is pretty freaking phenomenal. Um, Personally, I uh, owe it to, I think that, you know, when when Papatio went to bed last that night, he did a lot of prayers to his uh, to his wife who's passed, and he's hiking this in his, in her honor. And um, so I think that she had a lot to do with this. And uh, and I know that there were others too praying to their 
loved ones above to help us out to make this work. And here we are. So now we're at Guitar Lake. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that my biggest thing with this is to keep having faith and know that um, it's okay. I learned that night um, that it's okay to also stop and to come back and finish what you started. And um, it's okay to just put the, press the pause button, surrender, and know that whatever happens the next morning is what's meant to be. And for us, that means that we were meant to continue on, which has been pretty freaking cool. So anything you guys want to add? I don't know. It's just been like so amazing, like going from, okay, like having to accept that we have to leave the trail. And like, that was really hard for us emotionally, like knowing that like, Hey, like we're not going to be able to finish this, even though we've been on the trail for like 19 days already. But then like hearing the good news of getting to continue, it just feels like it was so meant to be. And then also us like being the last people on the trail, it just makes it feel so special like we have such a strong trail family now um yeah everything just like the stars align everything seems like it's how it's supposed to be yeah exactly anything you want to add fawn but i wish we didn't eat our dessert because we didn't have dessert last night because we (laughs) ate it early we were on the night of 19 we were we were all eating our food in our tent like oh shoot this is it we might as well eat all of our food and now we're continuing on but we did find some food in one of the bear canisters or one of the bear boxes down at the ranger station so that was cool so we brought some of that with us so so yeah so we're gonna summit um We're actually going to continue on a little bit further and camp and then uh, summit um, and watch the sunrise on top of Whitney on tomorrow morning. So we shall continue the journey and um, thank you for following along and for all of those who've been back home worrying about us and whatnot. Um, Just know that we are that we've been doing everything appropriately and uh, safely because that's what matters most. So. All right. Good night. Actually, good morning, good day. I don't even know. I'm not even sure. (laughs) Good something. (laughs) Day 21. So we are recording um, day 21 and day 22 on day 22, the morning of, um, while sitting in the hut on top of Mount Whitney. I can hardly believe that we're here. It's pretty, it's been quite the trip. Like thinking a few days ago that we were going to have to walk off the trail. And now all of a sudden we watched the most um, epic sunrise this morning which we'll talk about in the next episode of this um, podcast. Um, But we're going to talk about day 21 and what it was like for us coming up the switchbacks um, to trail camp, which is where we stayed last night. The entire crew of um, the Breakfast Club made it. And so the guys, however, are not going to be in on this podcast because they hiked off the mountain because they want breakfast. So (laughs) So, um, for me... Hiking up that path, just all day hiking yesterday, up past Guitar Lake and then up to trail camp was, um, it, it brought me back a lot to two years ago when we were on the High Sierra Trail, um, Summer and myself and Coco and Grace and what was happening in my life two years ago and thinking about how much it's changed and how just grateful I am um, just to be able to do all of this and, uh, and how grateful I am to be um, able to now, oh my gosh, two months from today, my book is releasing. So I was thinking a lot about that when I was on the trail, actually, and how, you know, what was going through my mind back then versus now and how our experiences really do, um, they, they, they transform us and they, 
that, that what we go through in life uh, um, can bring us to where we are today in a really, really cool way. So anyhow, what I would like to do is pass the phone and we are going to talk about our experiences from yesterday, hiking up those switchbacks. And uh, it was beautiful, but cold. And luckily, the um, we were pretty we were pretty blessed with the fact that the that the smoke didn't come in too much. So we got to see the outlines of the mountains, which was really pretty. So I'm going to pass this to who would like it first? Dairy Queen. Dairy, Dairy Queen will take it. <laughs> Trail name Dairy Queen. Hi. So about climbing Whitney yesterday. So. I was super nervous for it because I knew it was going to be tough with all the elevation we were gaining. We were going to be really high up. I knew it was going to be steep and rocky. So I wasn't necessarily really looking forward to the climb. I kind of just wanted to like get to camp, um, have it be over with. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, um, because I had done it four years ago and I remember it being really challenging. I remember there was one point where I tripped and I lost my footing and I just didn't want that to happen again. So I was nervous for that. Um, but then we started climbing up and it was like easier than I expected it to be. Like we had a good pace. We were just like, we kept going. Um, and it was over before we knew it, like when we like got to camp. Um, and we were also able to watch the sunset when we were going. And that was just so breathtaking seeing it from so high up. So it ended up being a really positive experience for me. So I'd never climbed Mount Whitney before, and I usually run up mountains. <laughs> and I've never been so high before. And this is like the first time this whole trip that I really felt like I needed somebody to pace me. And Summer was so helpful, like just following behind her and only taking breaks when she took breaks. Otherwise... <laughs> I think I might still be uh, on break number one million going up, <laughs> um, but it was it was so worth it. But it makes me remember that you need to stop sometimes, but not too many times. <laughs> I think for me, having this, having the last time been really hard, I was a little nervous going into this, and I wanted it to be really good. And I felt like we had all prepped really good and. You know, had a good, good lunch dinner at the bottom to help us get to the top, and um, and we started, and it it just it went really well, and I was so glad, and glad that um, we were doing it in the light, so we could see just the the grandeur of the rocks that you're climbing over, and it's just breathtaking. There's nothing like it, and I think it was somewhere along. Oh, it was when we got to Trail Crest. And somebody said, this is the last two miles of the JMT. And it just hit me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is our last two miles. And I just wanted to, like, enjoy every step and take it all in. And um, it was it was great. It was a great rest of the hike and obviously great views, great people hiking with. And, um, yeah, I think... It's good to slow down and take it all in and remember to in, enjoy every moment. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I also um, <clears throat> kept thinking, I can't believe we're doing this because because literally like a couple nights prior to, it was like two nights prior to that we literally thought we were going off the trail 
and here we are um, just knowing that we are literally like one of the very last southbound groups getting off the trail um, and doing it together and supporting one another. I couldn't have done it without you guys. I said that a million times. I was like, okay, I couldn't, have, I couldn't be doing this without you. And it was so cool just seeing our group stick together. Um, I'm not a fast hiker going up hill. And it was just really nice to know that you guys stopped along the way and just waited for me and weren't going to just like blow up here and be like, she'll get there when she gets there. So I just really appreciated that. I The support and the love from everybody has been huge. So um yeah, what's to come? I don't know. On the next episode, we'll talk about this epic, epic, epic sunrise. So you guys, just one foot in front of the other. That's what you got to remember. Don't ever give up. It is okay to stop if you need to. Um, and just also don't ever give up on anything, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, you know, just um, healing your life and moving on. So that's it. We'll talk to you in just a minute in the next one. <laughs> Day 22. Well, this trip was everything I needed and not at all what I expected. Um, I was going to record this from other people that I met on the trail, but I am hiking off Mount Whitney alone, having so many thoughts and reflections, and I just really want to share them with all of you uh, right now. So the sunrise this morning was incredible, probably the one of the most beautiful I have seen in so long. Um, it is exactly two months from when my book is going to be released, and it was so metaphorical of a new chapter in my own life. Um, and that's what this trip ended up being about. Because for those of you that have lived through betrayal, um, that have had to start over in a new way, one of the things that I am really working on is receiving and also going into that next step of my life of um, partnership, of bringing a partner in and experiencing life with someone in a whole new way. Um, for those that don't know, when you have been betrayed, trust is something that is very, very difficult to regain. And I've definitely regained my trust in people, um, in relationships, in love, in friendship. And it is also something that I'm now ready to take to the next level. It's interesting because one of the guys here lost his wife to cancer and he was doing this trip um, in honor of her because they had started it back in 2017 but never completed it. And so just having the conversations with him about what love is and how deep that love can grow with another human and how, you know, you can build that trust with somebody and know that it, it's not going to just get broken again. Um, that's one of the biggest things for me. You know, as I've said, we've watched two people get engaged on the trail on day one, mind you. And that alone was a really big sign for me that I am so ready for that in my life. Um, I'm just so ready to bring in a partner and I'm getting really raw and vulnerable here and to experience life at a whole new level um, than what I am in, at the current moment. And, you know, kindness was something that we talked a lot about within the group of people that I met 
We talked a lot about friendship and love and um, support and really being there for one another. And this entire trip proved, once again, to surrender and to receive. Especially, what was it, three nights ago that we thought we were going to be off the trail? I don't even know. Um, when the smoke rolled in and we thought we were going to have to turn around and we surrendered to that. And then all of a sudden, we are here, finishing the John Muir Trail. You know, the next night we were all of a sudden at Wallace Creek camping when we thought we were going to actually be driven out to get our cars at the portal and not walking up to them as we thought. And so it's just so interesting the whole way that life twists and turns and how, you know, we cannot, here's the biggest thing also that I learned. There was a, a, a father-daughter on the trail and he, um, this is their first backpacking trip. And he said to me, you know, we YouTubed everything, Sarah. We thought we had everything down, but nothing, nothing compares to experiences in life. That's what teaches you everything. And how do you know? How do you know? Like, how do you grow from something if you haven't experienced it? And so that was really interesting hearing him say that. And I was like, my friend, I totally get it. Oops, sorry, I just fell, but I'm back up again. <laughs> I'm going next to a waterfall, so um, look at that. I fell and I got back up again. Look at that. So um, I think that that was one of the biggest things for me too, was just understanding that this entire thing, it's not, it's not just one big experience. It's all of the little moments along the way that create this huge, life-changing, life-transforming, healing, growing, deepening of self, life experience, right? And that's what it's about. It's about all the moments along the way. It's about every step that you take. It's about every time that you fall and get back up again. It's just, it's about the moments that you surrender, thinking that you're going one direction and leave yourself open to actually receiving and shifting into a whole new way of life. You know, for those of you that are struggling right now with wherever you are in life, um, if it's change of job, divorce, death, whatever it is, betrayal, just know that that doesn't mean it stops. That doesn't mean your life stops. It shifts. And there is so much beauty in the shifting because in the shifting is where we grow and we better understand ourselves. We reconnect even more or even just connect more deeply than we ever thought imaginable. That's what this life is about. Never, ever, ever, ever give up. Never give up because there's no need to, quite frankly. There's absolutely no need to. When you fall, get back up again. Find a little bit of laughter along the way because let me tell you, laughter is one of the most healing things that you can also allow yourself to step into. And there's no selfishness in laughing along the way. There is no, so many people think, you know, if you're laughing, it's like you're covering up. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm not. You're not. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to dig deep, to cry, and then replace those moments 
with what you really choose to in life, which is joy, peace, laughter, and everything that you are worthy of in this lifetime. So those are my thoughts from the trail as I'm looking up and seeing this beautiful waterfall coming off of Mount Whitney. The sun is shining. And I gotta tell you, this is not at all what I expected. I am just so honored, grateful, blessed, and wow, what a turn of events from just a few days ago. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Continue to follow along. I will share more of this journey in my social media posts. Um, And who knows what else, because I gotta tell you, this is gonna take a little bit for me to process, but I am more then honored to share it all with you. So much love from the trail. Once again, Sarah, or as they now call me, my trail name, AKA layers, because I wear a lot of layers on the outside and I got a lot of layers in the inside and I'm really proud of it. So my love from me to you, layers. Oh my gosh, that's just so funny. Who would have thunk that that would be my name? Layers. Oh gosh. Get outside, guys. Enjoy nature. Enjoy the wild because that is actually where we live and deepen ourselves more than anywhere, especially more than within four walls. My love to you. It's been nearly a month since I've been off the John Muir Trail. And I have taken this time to really do a lot of deep thinking and processing and learning from this time that I had um, with these amazing people uh, in the mountains. And one of the things that I definitely have learned is that there is so much kindness in humanity. We have um, so many good people around us. There is, you know, with all the firestorm that's happening around us right now within the world, It's that reminder that um, there's just so many good people and we need to also shine light on that. It also taught me about deep love, connection, extending a hand and letting that other person who you're extending it to um, accept your hand and for you to receive while they are accepting. It taught me, oh goodness, so much about trusting myself, letting life unfold as it's meant to, not forcing anything to happen because we can't to really believe in your own dreams, your aspirations, and who you are, and to know that we all ultimately have the power within us to create the life that we want to live. I, during this time right now, hope that every one of you finds um, some time to get outside, to get out of the four walls that we spend so much time in, and to get out of our own head, our own mind, and to drop into our heart, and to um, really deepen that understanding of self self-love, self-worth, forgiveness of self, forgiveness of others, and to just really continue doing uh, the work that we are here to do, which is just deepening who we are and allowing ourselves to love one another. I um, invite you to please reach out to me, share your thoughts on this podcast, reach out through social media, send me a DM, send me an email. And also, um, if any of you are interested in the Grand Canyon retreats, where you will be deepening an awful lot of yourself during that time with me, We do have two co-ed retreats coming up, one in December, another in January. I welcome you to please reach out to me and schedule a discovery call. It's just a 20-minute free call, and we'll see if it's the right fit for you. 
I do believe so deeply in continuing the work. I do it every day for myself. I will be doing another trip for myself next summer. I have no idea where, and that's the adventure of life. So again, reach out, stay connected. Let's love on one another. And uh, most importantly, don't forget to vote because voting is a due diligence. That is our, we are, should be very, very honored um, to be able to, to express our own thoughts and um, to go vote and you know create the world that we ultimately are going to be living in as well. My love to each and every one of you. Um, stay safe, stay healthy, and thank you for being here. Friends, thank you for listening to the Live Boldly podcast. I am grateful to have you here, and I would love to invite you over to sarahsholtoncrans.com to grab my free seven steps to a joy-filled life. I share these seven steps from my own heart, soul, and experience. These steps transformed my own life from victim to survivor. Also, please, let's all be a ripple effect of change in today's world. I ask of you to please share this podcast with others that may need to be inspired or who need to hear from others going through where they are right now. To grow this podcast, please leave an iTunes review, go to my Instagram or Facebook page, and let me know what you think. I love hearing from each and one of you. I love sharing your thoughts, messages, and inspiring words. Because we are not alone in this world, friends. Let's keep the ripple moving. It begins with each one of us. I love you and have a great remainder of your day. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.